Hi guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Real Talk. Today we're joined by Gray and Beth, who are in the year above us, so upper sixth, mm-hmm. and they're going to be talking to us about um, what they want to do at uni and how they're going to on to do creative subjects. So do you want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Beth. I'm going on to do a practical, like, technical theatre at uni. Hi, I'm Gray, and I'm hopefully going on to do computer animation. Amazing. You sound so dead. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that is just met, how I sound. Have you met year 13? <laughs> so, um, it's um, really interesting that you guys are going on to do something that's not just medicine and stuff. Yeah, not STEM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, do you think that you've been given, like, equal opportunities? And not opportunities, but... As in that you've been encouraged just as much as people. And like guidance with applications and stuff. Um, Yeah, I think, I mean, the school obviously has an interesting um, opinion on schools that aren't medicine or Oxbridge, but because, you know, we have departmental, departmental, department teachers that are... um, department teachers that can you know help us it's not like we've had a disadvantage I think it's just a lot more extra work yeah I'd say the the advantage lies in different places people applying for like law and sciences and stem and stuff constantly get talks and they'll have people in and there's always like these evenings and stuff that will be able to help and they get a lot of speakers in because a lot of people from cares obviously go on to do stem and law but the problem with arts and stuff there is a min well cares feeds a minimal amount of people into the arts so getting experience and stuff results from going straight to like the subject teachers or doing stuff like stage crew and helping with productions in your own time not in school like enrichment time yeah and then sometimes I think it gets difficult because we both have to make portfolios and submit them and things and 90% of our year doesn't have to do that and it's like personal statement and it's sent off and like the max you have to do is like an an entrance exam. Yeah. And sometimes we're not like accommodated for as much, but like it's not so bad that it's a disadvantage. No. Yeah. Um, do you think that um, going back to like your A-levels, um, do you think that they've helped you, um, that they're helping you to go into your the degree that you want or do you think sometimes... Like, when you're doing your A-levels that aren't really related, do you wonder, well, why am I kind of doing this? <laughs> well, we both have very interesting um, A-level choices. Well, we, we we have the same, and then I took... Well, we both take uh, English, theatre studies and psychology. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of those tie quite closely into arts and stuff. Like, okay. English is very... Yeah debated and like psychology you tend it, it it's so far from art that it's you can separate yeah. it out but um I took geography and Grey takes art yeah. and they that you're fine but I dropped geography in the end because it just didn't tie enough with it and I think that's what you have to facilitate for if you if you like something do stuff that he, will help you towards it definitely yeah. um I also think we both had the ability to take a levels that like we actually like rather than only a levels that help us towards our you know final goal of university which is great but um, aided by the fact we don't we're not like necessarily needing like really like good grades yeah we're not forced into needing to get like the triple a a star aa do you you think that because it's more 
portfolio base is actually more competitive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. yeah. I tell you, like, um, most, like, medical and, like, I know I went to a uni um, and they accept, like, 300 people into their course, like, um, for other subjects, like, psychology accepts between, like, 300 and 400 people. 25 people maximum get into the course yeah. I'm applying <laughs> for. Yeah, it's not even, like, more competitive. It's It's also just super draining because it's not just your grades and things that are the reason for you not getting in it's like your skill level and oh that that it's, it's hurts very, it's very opinionated too if you don't get someone who doesn't if you get it's someone who doesn't subjective. like what you do someone could be like mm, I'm not feeling having them at the uni and it is completely dependent on who and whether you can present yourself in a way that they go oh we're not just going to judge it on your work if you're not you, you have to be checked <laughs> yeah um so in terms of being in a school that is full of a lot of stem like people who want to do stem careers have any have anyone have anyone to you that has been like almost kind of discouraged you from carrying on a career in the arts oh. well i mean we uh, both don't have a uh, real a levels <laughs> there are a lot like Oh, it's not a facilitating subject. Yeah. Half of the time, it's a joke. I, I'd, I I'd say there are some people, and it, it, I think a lot of it stems from some people at the boys' school. Is um, it's considered that you're not taking real subjects, as you said, and it, it's considered that you've just got an easy kind of path yeah. through your A levels if you're taking, especially stuff like art, drama, and English. People kind of just go, "Oh, is it a real A level?" And you're like, "Yes, I'm probably writing more than yeah. the average person's writing in their like chemistry A level." But I think certain people are supportive. Like, of course, like um, STEM teaching stuff are, are not going to be as understanding for me having to get like a portfolio in and everything else. But they will understand because all the teachers kind of, well, a, lo a lot of the teachers take part in like drama or like, mu like music stuff outside of their free time and stuff. Yeah, I, I thought when I was first applying things, I was honestly like, kind of embarrassed to admit what I was going into. Like, I had, like, no... I didn't feel bad about it, but telling people, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going into art stuff, you know? Never actually specifying, and I think you did it by saying, I, like, I, it's our drama. drama. People consider it as, like, a throwaway degree. They, yeah. they, they will always see it as arts and stuff. It's like, well, well, just, well where do you go from <laughs> there if you're not going to go into art? It's like, well, you obviously assume I'm not going to go I into art then. I don't get that, though, because it feels as though, like, your, um, the degrees that you guys are going on to do are actually more specific than... Yeah, that's yeah. what I would think. Uh, I think another part of it is just if we don't get in, uh, you don't want to go around telling people that you didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah, because it's all portfolio-based. Yeah, it's um, like, oh, I couldn't get in. Why didn't you get in? Well, I couldn't draw well enough. <laughs> My designs didn't quite work out. Yeah, but I think everyone... People are supportive. It's just there's different levels of support. The reactions are interesting. No one really knows how to. Yeah, like I catch a train in and a lot of the people on the train are applying for very academic degrees like kind of physics, science or humanities and stuff. And I'm sat there like, oh, I'm just not going to talk. And I think one thing in our school, like in our year, I'm noticing that like thing that that degree itself and thinking, oh, instead of actually going into, let's say, fine art, I'll just do art history or I'll just do English as a like instead and then trying to choose between doing the quote-unquote academics or the 
arts? Yeah, it's yeah. People, I think it's just because of the the employment rates in art careers are stupidly low. Like it's yeah. you just need to know the right people, and then you'll get a job. But it's hard to like meet the right people unless you go to like certain universities and things. And it's people think that things like art history are the quote-unquote easy way out because, you know, they have history tied to them. They're someone academic. But, see, this is my problem with a lot of the things because history and, like, RS and English, they don't lead to direct careers. Yeah, so Computer animation and uh, theatre... Studies st- and stuff, they, they lead to a place where you can the get na- The career, career is in the name, but nobody... Like people acknowledge it as just it's you're kind of just doing it as a oh I enjoy it rather than oh I want a career in it when it's actually you have to want a career in theatre to be like to pursue it on and same with like computer animation you have to want it otherwise you're just not gonna have the motivation to get the stuff done yeah. Yeah. yeah no but that's that's really interesting how you said that um in terms of what you were saying before about almost being like you don't want to tell people that you are doing a, you want to do a career in the arts. Do you feel like that now? And if you don't, what would you, like, in terms of advice, what would you tell your younger self who had those kinds of thoughts? That's a funny thing. Uh, I didn't have those thoughts. I was taking taking geography at uni until year 11. Oh, really? I genuinely, and then I was kind of like, I I, I like geography and I I love geography, but... um, the problem is it becomes very sciencey at points, and it's I, I've never been strong at science, but I got to a point and I was going around like fairs and stuff, and I was really kind of just losing passion in it. Mm-hmm. So I started on theatre, which I'd really kind of re- like rediscovered in year eleven, and I moved on from there. And I think it's not a case of fully being ashamed; you just kind of don't want to tell people because the the automatic reaction is like, oh, drama. Oh, that's cool. Cool, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you, know, you like they, acting. They, they, they never really have anything to go on from there because they kind of just assume... I, I always get the assumption that I'm going on to do acting as well, which they, they, they never consider that there's other careers yeah. from drama. How did you, um, like... Because in, in like, drama there are so many different, like, pathways to go from there. So how did you, like choose which one that acting was never an option for you i'm not an actor i i massive stage fright so i've always said i don't want to be on stage but i chose drama in in year 10 and i went from there and i found out that you could go on to do design and stuff and we had these different workshops and i'd I'd never seen myself designing costumes i think there's a lot that involved there's a lot of stages in that and Sound and stuff was very, very technical, but I've kind of fitted in more with the lighting and set design. Very much preferred it because you were kind of, when you were working the lights and stuff, you were by yourself. You did it. It was a very, you worked with everyone up until the time where you were, it was focused on you and they were on stage. And it also kind of, it just, it felt right, like just designing the lights and you could see and it just worked in my brain. But I, I didn't become serious until kind of like career fairs in year 11 and then going, considering looking around unis when I went, no, I could actually see myself doing this. I like how you have this big story and it's all long-winded and it's like got a meaning to you and mine is just, I really like cartoons. I do you know how many times I've used it in like interviews and stuff? <laughs> I'm like, so how did you get into drama? Oh, you know. It was a late discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, my story's not as cool as Beth's, I like cartoons, and, um, yeah, I don't have a 
I should probably work on one of those for interviews. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, are you applying to America? Yep. Uh, we um, have a lot. We're applying to a lot of schools together. Uh, for UCAS, you're only supposed to apply to five. But Beth, how no, many are you applying to? You're not supposed to. You can only apply yeah. to five on UCAS. Beth, how many are uh, you I'm applying, applying to ten. I'm applying oh, to twelve oh universities. Yeah, because we've got five on UCAS. Yeah. And then just well, a lot of drama schools, a lot of the um, more um, well-known and like well-respected ones are off UCAS. And then I'm applying to seven um, American universities because I, you know, desperately want to go broke. <laughs> Do you have to do um, the SAT? I, I only, because I'm applying to art schools, I only technically had to do them for one, but because of a uh, Miss Rona, I did not have to do them at all, which is great because ah. I was definitely going to fail. Well, no, I wasn't <laughs> going to fail the SATs. I just wasn't going to get the score I needed. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of what you said earlier about, you know, the employment rates of careers in the arts being ridiculously low, does that ever scare you? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, especially at the moment, knowing both of our career prospects are completely up yeah. in the air because of uh, Lady Rona. Uh, we're having she, uh, so is her title getting... <laughs> she's going to yes. be Duchess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she's Queen soon. Oh, OK. Um, but we think there's going to be, before we both get out of like uni and stuff, it's going to be three, four years, which means there's going to be three, four years worth of drama and art students coming out of uni who need careers. There's also going to be the combination of all the people who graduated this year and people who previously had careers in, like, theatre and arts, meaning that they won't be able to, like... I don't think they're going to be able to facilitate the amount of people that need to come into the arts. So, yes, it's absolutely petrifying. I mean, I have it slightly better off than you just because I can more easily do freelance at home and things Mm. if it comes to that. Um... Yeah, the high, the low employment rate does k- kind of scare me, but, you know, at the end of the day, there's... I'd rather be doing something I enjoyed than yeah. just oh, kind yeah, of forcing definitely. myself into a career just because I had good career prospects. Yeah, you know, I don't expect to be making, like, loads of money. At I don't have intentions life, of being that high up in, like, no, oh, I'm going to be like the really Again, get to draw good pretty money. pictures all day but that's like, all I really want I get to be around like theatre and people who I actually <laughs> would want to surround myself with for most of my life also the thing about uh, theatre and arts is you can probably it, it's quite a long lasting career so if you even if you don't start off good you can build up through like ranks and stuff and get to yourself to a like a good reliable point where people will recognise your work and you'll, you'll still be able to do it at like ages like 60 and 65 and stuff whereas like at that point people in other careers are probably going to have to start thinking about what what they can do that isn't going to involve, like, work hours and stuff and be having to think more about that than everything else that they previously enjoyed. Never retiring is a pro- positive for you, is it? Um, depends. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you go on, you go. <laughs> um... To be honest, like, a lot of the people that I've spoken to who are really um, thinking about pursuing a career in the arts, one thing, like, even with talking to you guys, this is the first time we've spoken, but I think... think That's actually a lie. Um, I was your (laughs) third, um, what's it called, (laughs) buddy. I was your lower fourth buddy, and that's actually offended me. (laughs) But um, I think one thing that all of you guys have in common is just that you really love what you do. But, like, to to the point where it's, like, you don't really look at all these fears of the future and uncertainties that people say that you should have 
and that you're prioritizing what you love doing. And I think that is like I admire that so much. I really do. And I think I think that's why it's so so important that people get rid of this thing that you know creative subjects aren't real. I think it's ridiculous. Real. I think yes. it's ridiculous. I like how they were going back and forth and we're just talking over each other and yeah. we don't care about it. It's <laughs> a very um, civilised compared to yeah. us. Yeah. Um, I think the people are nice, nicer in arts as well, so you can kind well, of get along with them easier. Yeah. Um, it's, again, enjoying what you do is... This is, sound, this is cheesy, but enjoying what you do is so much more important. How have your um, like parents been with it? Are they really are they supportive? Are they supportive? Or are they <laughs> if it's like yeah, well, no, no. Um, I think because I'm going into an industry version of the arts, not just you know freelance fine art. My parents are a lot more secure about it than they would yeah. be. Um, at the, at the end of the day, you know, it was a, a back and forth, but uh, by the time I picked my A-levels, they did realise it was a bit too late since they don't really, you know, lead anywhere science-y, so. Uh, my parents were, have kind of always had this thing of, as long as you enjoy it, we'll support it, thankfully. But um, I think they, they had reserves about me going into a career in arts because of, well, they were thinking, more, oh, are you going to be able to, like, earn money? Are you going to be able to, like, maintain that career while also kind of maintaining like being an adult and <laughs> and that is like I, and honestly that's a genuine concern and I I'm fully with them there but I think thankfully they were like well as long as you're applying for something you like you you'll enjoy it and I think that's like my parents can always say like they can see when I've had a good day doing like drama or something because I'll come home and I'll talk about it and I'll enjoy it and stuff and they said that's more important than me going into a career that I wouldn't enjoy and I just wouldn't want to talk about it. Uh, we did a Q&A a while ago and somebody did ask what to do if um, they don't want to pursue the career that their parents want them to. And, oh. yeah, that's a, that's think, an iffy one. Yeah. I mean, what would you guys say to that? Because we tried to answer it the best we could, but we'd yeah. like to hear your opinions. Well, obviously there's an aspect of, um, if you, especially if your parents are funding your university, of, you know, them wanting their say in this and... Obviously, what I'm about to say is easier said than done, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's it's your life. Um, you, you can't just go into a career just because your parents are pushing you towards it, especially if it's one like medicine that requires, like, nine years yeah, of studying. Yeah, ten years plus just yeah. to get to a point. I, I think sometimes the best you can do is compromise, especially for an undergraduate degree if they're funding it. Yeah, um, but if they're not funding it, then do whatever. Compromising is probably the best point to come to if they are funding it and everything, because you're doing something that you think you could carry on a three-year uni degree and then go on into career after. But something like medicine or like any sciences, any like law that requires at least kind of like five years at uni and then probably like a 10 years further on from that just to get to a point where you you'd be earning a substantial amount that is something that really has to be your own choice you have to want to get to that point it's and like they say with any career you have to want it you have to want to be able to get up there and if you're if you're kind of pushed by your parents it's I, I don't know what else to say, but, like, you, you have to be in a place where you feel you'd be comfortable 
going to uni every day, not wanting to, like, feeling like you want to drop out all the time just because you hate it so much. Yeah, that's true. I think you need to recognise what your parents are concerned about. Yeah. 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 So how are you guys finding Upper Six, like, applying to places? Have you got any offers or anything back yet? Well, um... Upper sixth is interesting. It's very interesting. It's, it's it's a very stressful like our common room is is so stressful at the moment because like especially like these two weeks, um, Oxbridge interviews offers and stuff have been coming in, so it's like. Yeah, we've managed to try and dispel all the stress by decorating it with Christmas yeah. decorations. Uh, by the way, we are thrashing you guys. Yeah, we're winning and the Christmas decorations. We are winning this competition. Kind of suck. Um. <laughs> With offers and things, well, I have this rule where I've promised not to say anywhere that I've got an offer or rejection (laughs) from, solely because this is so stupid when you say it out loud. I find it really funny with the idea of nobody knowing where I've gone for university. And all my friends hate me for this. Like, they've all complained. Yeah, I I don't want to tell anyone where I've got offers or rejections because I kind of just want to, you know, leave and then come back and everybody be like... Where have you been? I'm just like, oh, you know. I was in Canada. <laughs> um, offers, I've, uh, I, well, uh, I've applied kind of around the country, but a lot of mine are centred around drama schools in London. But I've had one in, a lot of them, I think, I know both of us go portfolio and interview before handing out offers. Mm. So at least need to see evidence that what they're accepting is mm. what you tell them, yeah. that you're actually good at this. Mm. Um, <laughs> because, but um, I've had an interview for one in Dublin, which is a really funny story that I'm not going to get into. Oh because... come on! <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to Miss Sanders. <laughs> Woo! Do you think that it's um, become like competitive between people in Ephesus? Um, I I wouldn't say actively competitive. Like it's not like everyone's you know, it's clawing at each other. Oh, I've got this. You haven't. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it is a. There's a, there's a semi-competition of, like... But it, it's more... It's not as bad as the boys' school with the UCAS race. The have boys you guys heard school of that? do have a spreadsheet no. as to what happens is, acceptance or um, rejection yeah. from places. Everybody no. in your form writes their name and all their universities on a sheet of paper and they oh, stick no, it up on the wall. Oh, no, I'm talking about everyone. the UCAS race. Um, and then... Every time they get an offer or rejection, they, they tick or cross it. it. So everyone can yeah. see it when you go into that form room, and it's who can finish all their, oh. get all their offers yeah. and rejections first. Oh it's God. horrible. Yeah. It's but awful. it's also so it's, funny. It's, to it's, me. it's so just funny. the it's idea awesome. of someone pitching that to a teacher is so it's funny. It's so funny to us because we're like, well, why are you making competition? Oh, yeah. we, we did a parody people. one. We did a parody one. Oh, have you? And it's like, it's, it's like a list serious. of 12 schools. And we only. Did it because we're applying to like ten and twelve schools. We're not. Yeah. We haven't got the, like, the regulation yeah. like five. It's also great because nobody's heard of our schools, and then people have heard of our friends' schools. Yeah. So it's like Oxford next to Teesside, which nobody's heard of. <laughs> We've got Plymouth chucked in there. Yeah. Royal Central. Oh uh, yeah, it's not competitive. I think there's just an aura. Of, you've got to be like be not tiptoe around people. You just it's semi like you you don't want to hurt someone's feelings no, like, yeah. especially yeah. like these past few weeks you don't want to yeah. be cautious being cautious is uh, like a big thing for at the moment because you're like well i you want to celebrate but other you people you want to help not to celebrate other people who've got interviews and stuff yeah. and offers but you're like oh i know people are either waiting or people haven't and it, it's a very stressful situation for them so you want to support them at the same time and it's that sort of thing of 
you you have to be careful but you you also have to acknowledge the fact that people aren't just going into Oxford and Cambridge like I think that's the big one acknowledging the fact that people have got offers from like Exeter and yeah. Kings and stuff and that's a big one like they're yeah. really good unis but they they're kind of kind of pushed under the rug because the bit the big main focus is Oxford yeah. and Cambridge yeah I, I think everyone in our year has been super nice and about it I mean Nobody's been actively horrible from what we know. I mean, it's, I doubt anyone would be, but... Yeah. It's not more of a competition. It's more of a, you want other people to do well. So, like, yeah. if you've applied to Oxford, other people have applied to Oxford, people aren't like, oh, I've got a new haven, yeah. as I said earlier. They, it's more of a, oh, yeah. I'm so glad you got in. I did too. It's that, it's that yeah, sort of thing. People are supportive. Yeah. People yeah. will always kind of, like, support their friends over kind of doing anything else. It's yeah. not as bad as you think it will be as long as you stay prepared and realistic about that everything. That was really bugging me. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not as bad as you think it would be as long as you stay like prepared and realistic. Keeping your mind open is a good thing. So yeah. Like setting yourself on purely Oxford or purely one yeah. uni and kind of going, well, I've only put the other ones on for like just no reason. It, it is yeah. a very kind of single-minded thing to do. So... I mean. Like us with our ten ten units. But um, to be fair, we've we've we've, we've, we've how many opportunities can I give myself? We've we've done that just because like a it's it's funny and we want to go to like each of those universities. Also, it's good to have backup plans. Oh, definitely. And things. Always but it it did plan. get to a point where we were just adding unis on. You added Lambda onto your list just because Sophia had <laughs> more universities <laughs> than you, and you wanted uh, to have an equal I amount. Did, I did name that as uh, increasing my opportunities, though. I almost uh, applied to a university university um because they sent me chocolates for free <laughs> and then i decided not to and i sent off my ucas and then the next week they sent me an advent calendar so now oh, i have this nice. i oh, know the advent calendar oh the, the chocolate's terrible i have oh, this advent calendar from a university i'm not even applying to and what's even better it's the universe it's um funded by pearson like the exam the board. board so yeah. i'm yeah in my head i've gotten free chocolates from an exam board can you guys now like relate to Remember ages, not ages ago, we should get them every year, like emails replying back to emails of like my lost... Oh, my, oh God. my God, those were so but, funny. <laughs> Sorry. Now, as an opposite, can you relate no. to the annoyance? No. Um, <laughs> oh, God, who was it? People I, used I, to get so frustrated by that like it was it, it became a point where you'd sit there and you'd get the email and it would just be funny like yeah. people some people would take it so seriously I understand why I completely oh, understand yeah. they are so why annoyed. people like, why do annoyed. I want to know that you've but lost I your don't pen? think it was necessary to send such an email to like yeah. a third just, who didn't know it, it's easy enough just to swipe across delete the email you do not need to write uh nobody needs to know about your pen I understand like some things are very expensive and need, like it's the email system is there so we can help Possibly but now every time I see it. one from a third all I can think of is, I think it was Yashu's email of just <laughs> I was waiting for my Cambridge um, <laughs> for a bit of context for our listeners <laughs> if you're a third and you don't know what's going on yeah so like it's been quite in, like it's been happening every year probably every couple of years um, some year sevens obviously they're new to school and when you get your school email you have the ability to email all people's and girls were sending emails saying, I've lost my PE kit and sending it to the whole school, which means that during the time when six months were waiting for their uni offers, they would see an email and be really excited. And then it would be, I've lost um, my earring. 
There was one literally like, I've lost my pen, and then a sixth form of reply to that, I've lost my dignity. dignity. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no. There was a long chain that came from one once. Oh, I remember like people like jazz and stuff. And the like, chain emails were so fun. Do you remember um, <laughs> yeah. the anti-karaoke club? Were you oh, yeah. Oh, were yeah. You who ran that? Who ran that? I don't. That was someone, I think, year above us. That was oh, wait, no, I do know, yeah. It was definitely the year oh, above us. it was so but funny. The thing is, though, it, people will have lost something in the basement. Which is the place where the thirds and lower fourths hang out, the and they will send it to the sixth form, and I'll be like, "Oh, so your pee kit's in my common room?" Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how's lower sixth going? Good. I think they're starting to slowly put pressure. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do oh. at uni? And Alicia's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a doctor." I'm yeah, like, oh, you're I'm boring, really, aren't you? You're, really yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. You brought us on here so you'd have some diversity. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, you want to be a lawyer or something? No. Engineering. No, I don't know. I... You seem just to be using this as a social. No, no, no we're doing the podcast. So how's Lower Sixth going? <laughs> <laughs> Please keep that in. Please keep it in, please. I'm begging you. Just that one interaction. You don't have to include the rest. Oh, yeah. Um, what was I saying? What, what do you want to go do? on? Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, I don't know. What, what's, what A levels do you take? I do English, um, maths, further maths, drama, maths. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I heard maths and it dropped. I do these studies yeah, and Spanish. So that's, that's quite a nice like combination yeah. of stuff. And let me guess, you were doing um, chemistry, mm-hmm. biology, yeah. maths, yeah. further maths. No. no. RS. No. Spanish. Oh. No. French. No. Is it a language? Nope. Is it a real subject? No, as real as it gets. Psychology. English. Nope. Economics. Nope. We could just ask her. We could History. genuinely just ask her. No. Could you tell us, please? Physics. <laughs> we're right. Uh-huh. Oh. Why, did, why did none of us think of that? Because we're stupid. Yeah, true. We are going into arts, Chris. Elizabeth! <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's just... This is supposed to be all positive and, like, go into the arts if you feel like it. Like, don't let anyone hold you down. You're just like, arts careers if it's It's just a natural people. comment that comes out now. Oh, God, I'm trying to think of, like, an arts-related question to end this on. Beth, um, on you two, if you do arts, you know, your theatre and your... Geography. Your geography, geography, you know, the art of geography. So rocks, artistic. rocks are so... In, uh, well, what's your main... Geology rocks. Beth, I'm trying to be professional. Yeah, geology rocks. What's your main inspiration? How oh, weird asking the questions now. We've taken over. Yeah. Is this what uni interviews feel like? Yeah. No, they're so much worse. They're, they're so much worse. <laughs> well, my artistic inspiration is a lot... I do a lot of dance outside of school, so it's a multitude of, like, choreographers and stuff because mm. I believe in, like, if you can tell the story throughout, like, without needing voice or stuff, or at least tell three quarters of the story without needing um, vocalisation, I think is crucial. Yeah. Dang, dang. Yeah. Um, Do I I have have to answer my own question? Uh, You maybe stick away from the physical. I like cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite cartoon? Oh, I wrote about this in my personal statement. I know you did. It's it's quite funny. Everyone else's personal statement was like, I've read The Art of War and (laughs) War and Peace and things. And I was like, I really like Phineas and Ferb because they use songs and Scooby-Doo as well. Uh, That's genuinely a quote. No, it's not a genuine quote. 
think we might have to go soon. We probably will, yeah. Seeing as we're 12 minutes late to our lesson. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for meeting with us and talking to us today. It was so much fun. And I think that some of the stuff that you said is really useful for any aspiring artists who are listening to this right now. Definitely. And to all our listeners, make sure you follow our new Instagram account. It's at The Real Talkers. We're trying to be really aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> so like all of our posts please and make sure to subscribe and leave us a review if you're on apple yeah. podcast because it actually really helps us and subscribe on spotify thanks for listening anyway, bye bye, yeah, thanks bye. For-